What's going on, everybody? This is Zach Tillery, and welcome to the Titans Take Podcast. This is where we'll be diving into everything Tennessee Titans football. Let's get this thing started. Well, hello, listeners. You are now tuning in to the third episode of the Titans Take Podcast. If you're listening for the first time, thank you for tuning in. If you're listening for the second time, thank you for tuning in. And if you're listening for the third time, thank you for continuing to listen. It means a lot. And if you can, go ahead and go leave a five-star review or any review that you see fit on either Spotify or social media or Apple Music, whatever you want. Just leave a review so I can get some critique on on this podcast and I can get a feel for what you guys are thinking about the podcast. Like I said, I appreciate you listening. It means a lot for you to tune in and take time out of your day to listen to this, to get some opinions, some takes, some news on the Titans. So like, let me give you some actual news that came out this weekend that our guy, Rand Carthon, pulled off a giant deal to secure a giant player, to say the least, in stature, in character, all of the above. Jeffrey Simmons is coming back, everybody. Let's, let's get a round of applause for Rand Carthon and just the whole Titans organization for bringing Big Jeff back on a $94 million deal over four years. This makes Jeffrey Simmons, on average, the second-highest-paid defense tackle in the league behind Aaron Donald. And it really shows a willingness for the organization and Rand Carthon as a whole to pay the players what they deserve and just willing to spend that money on, like I said, a very important piece of this team, if not the best player on this defense. 1A, 1B would be him and Kevin Byer, but as far as future goes, he is by far the most important piece of this defense, and you could argue the team. This is also big because we were able to sign a first-round draft pick that we took into our building four years ago, and made him a Titan for even longer, and we needed it. Because as everybody knows, and I've already talked about it, you know my distaste for John Robinson's move to let that second-round draft pick of the 2019 draft, A.J. Brown, go to the Eagles because he was not willing to pay. And I don't know what that did as far as the locker room, but I I, I have to assume it was not good. It If you got somebody working hard, showing out on the field consistently, you got to pay the guys that are making plays and making your team better. So I I think it's great for the locker room. I think it's a great move for the defense and a whole. And I'm just excited to see him back. I love that big 98 on the field running around making people look small and silly. If you can't tell, I'm excited. I am just ecstatic about this move, what it means for the Titans, and what it means as far as Rand Carthon. And like I said, 
He is willing to spend money on the players that are generational type players. I wish this would have applied to A.J. Brown, but I need to get away from that topic because I could go on that tangent for an hour and bore everybody with my redundant takes on how the Titans messed up big time, but that's in the past. We're going to worry about the future, and worrying about the future means we're going to talk a little bit about what the Titans are going to do in this draft coming up in about a little over two weeks' time. So let's actually talk about that. There's been a lot of speculation on what the Titans are going to do. There's a lot of needs out there as far as the team goes, and there's a lot of holes that you could go out there and fill. What everybody wants, and I can understand this completely simply because it's the most important position on the field. Is it the biggest need for the Titans? Not necessarily, but it's by far the sexiest position on the field, and that would be quarterback. Everybody wants a new quarterback. A lot of people are not happy with Ryan Tannehill and Malik Willis, but I think we kind of need to stay away from that unless we can get a later round selection. And this is Tennessee bias. I am a Tennessee Volunteers fan. But unless you can get somebody like Hendon Hooker and either if we trade back in that first round or get him a steal in the second round, if he's still on the board in the second round and we do not have a quarterback selected, go out there and get Hendon Hooker. I know his age scares everybody, but as far as someone who's going to be ready to step in and play with this offense and play with Derrick Henry, I think he would be a great fit. I think he would mesh very well with Mike Vrabel. He's just, he's a guy who his character is just unbelievable. Uh, Like I said, this is some Tennessee bias. I know some Alabama fans out there are going, why? Why would you take Hendon Hooker? He's 25 years old. I really don't care about his age because I'm biased and I don't care that I am biased. But some let's talk about some of the the quarterbacks that the Titans are reportedly looking at to draft and are going to be able to draft if they trade up to that third spot or if somehow one of the quarterbacks drops to that 11 spot if we stay in the same spot. Let's start with Josh Allen 2.0 as a lot of people want to believe. Will Levis, the mayonnaise and coffee guy, the banana peel eating man. My bias is going to leak into this a little bit too, but as a Tennessee fan, I watched I watched Kentucky a good amount this year, and I just don't see what everybody else is saying. I think there's a an infatuation with the Josh Allen type of player because I'm not saying Josh Allen isn't amazing. All I'm saying is everybody wants that next Josh Allen, and I'm here to say Will Evans is not the next Josh Allen. He may be built like him, and he may be able to throw 90 yards, but I just don't think his intangibles are the same. And overall, I just think it would be a giant mistake to move up to get him. I wouldn't be as angry or frustrated with the organization if he fell to 11 or we traded back and got him. But if we trade up to three and pick Will Levis, I have a giant issue with that. I know a lot of people would disagree with this take. I know a lot of people would agree with this take, but the hype behind Will Levis has always just boggled my mind. And like I said, I think it's it has something to do with Josh Allen, you know, a big 6'5 guy that can throw the ball out the stadium. That's that's amazing. But 
He also turns the ball over a lot, and he had about, I think, 80 less attempts. He did have a different offense coordinator this year. His production did go down. His team, his offensive line was terrible. I'm not saying that his team was perfect, but I just don't think he's the kind of player that's going to take this organization to that next level, and therefore, that's why I don't want him. And I just don't think giving up draft capital is the right move to get this kind of guy. I understand his ceiling is very high, but like this next guy I'm going to mention, the potential is there, and I can see it. I understand what everybody's saying, but we already have someone in our building, in the quarterback room, that is a project guy, and I think is about the same level of these two. Uh, this next guy I'm going to mention, along with Will Levis, and that next guy is Anthony Richardson from Florida. Unfortunately, my bias is going to leak in, and I'm going to tell you guys, that's okay. I'm sorry my bias is leaking in, but just like Will Levis, there's there was something around Anthony Richardson, and Anthony Richardson is an incredible athlete. I would take Anthony Richardson over Will Levis. If you want to look at what Anthony Richardson did to the Tennessee Volunteers and their matchup, if you want to compare those two matchups against a agreeable, terrible defense that the Volunteers had, Richardson threw for over 400 yards, and I think he had 500 total yards in offense and almost willed them to a victory over Tennessee in their stadium, while Will Levis, Josh, Josh Allen 2.0, and I'm making quotation marks as I say it, little quotation fingers, because he's not. He just likes to drink coffee with mayonnaise. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm being a little too tough on him. But if you want to compare those two games, Anthony Richardson is by far the better player. Tennessee destroyed Kentucky 44-6. You can make all the arguments about the play calls and their, and everything. But if you're looking at a project player, and I still think Will Levis is a project player, as many people don't want to believe, take Anthony Richardson. I think he would fit the offense a lot better than Will Levis. Even though the Titans are hosting Will Levis today. I forgot to mention that. I apologize. But the Titans are hosting Will Levis today. They have also met with Anthony Richardson. Um, I have a particular take on what the Titans are doing as far as kind of manipulating the Indianapolis Colts. And you're saying, what are, what are you talking about? So before the reports that came out that the Titans are going to move up, trying to make the push to move up to that number three spot, the Arizona Cardinals hold, obviously... If you don't know, they have Kyler Murray. They don't need a quarterback necessarily. So they're they're shopping that pick. Uh, people are trying to move up to get that quarterback. Like I said, do not move up to that three spot to pick Will Levis. If you pick Anthony Richardson, I won't be ecstatic, but it's a far better pick, in my opinion, to pick Richardson because his upside is, is a lot higher than Levis. But let me get to the point. The point is... The Colts came out and said the same thing, that they're going to try to move up from four to three because they have the fourth pick in the draft. They're going to try to get the Cardinals pick so they can secure a top quarterback. And I honestly think there may be some behind the scenes kind of leaking some sources to try to maybe get Indianapolis to give give up some more than than they should have because they're worried about other teams moving to that three spot. And what I mean by that is 
Titans leaking information to a source or to a reporter saying, oh yeah, we're going to move up to three to pick either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson, and they're going to make Indianapolis make a move that would not be wise and give up more draft capital or give up a player that they don't want. So I think there may be some manipulation there. I know there really there really isn't any factual statements behind that. That's just my opinion. It's okay if I'm wrong, but that's just, I, I think that's a part of it because based on the timeline of when the Colts came out and said that and when the Titans said that, I think there may be a little, a little game going on there within the game of the NFL draft. That could be complete baloney. I don't know. But that's just kind of how I see it, and I'm hoping they're thinking that way. I would love for Indianapolis to give up a bunch to move up one spot to either take Levis or Richardson. I'm not super high on those guys. Some people believe, because there's been reports, that the Texans are going to either pass on Bryce Young or Stroud if they fall to that two spot, which the Texans now hold, to pick either a defensive player or just trade back and let somebody get them. I do not see that happening, and I do not see the Texans, and I don't know, that organization is not necessarily the smartest by any means, but if you think the Texans are going to trade that number two pick to a division rival, that's out of the picture. If you think either of those guys are going to fall past the first two picks, I just find that very hard to believe because they are generational talents. And if you watch Bryce Young or CJ Stroud, you understand what I'm talking about, how I think it's going to play out. Stroud one, Young two. And that kind of scares me because now we got Trevor Lawrence and... Bryce Young in the same division. And the Texans kind of quietly got better. They got D'Amico Ryans as their head coach from San Francisco. So I think their defense is going to be really good next year. But let's actually talk about some legitimate picks at the 11 spot instead of them moving up. The number one guy I would want, even though we did get Andre Dillard, and I don't know if Paris Johnson will fall to this 11 spot, But the tackle out of Ohio State, Paris Johnson, if we can get him at 11, I think that's the best case scenario as far as the Titans outside of, you know, getting younger Stroud, which I think is just bananas to even think about or say. But I think that's the best option. And then I think the and if you see if you've seen Paris Johnson's workout videos of his pro day at Ohio State, you understand what I'm talking about. We need offensive linemen. Like I said, they did sign Andre Dillard, who is a left tackle, but he can move on that offensive line to guard. So I would take him. So we would have both our bookends, Petit Freer at right tackle and Paris Johnson at left tackle. I'm not a big Ohio State guy, but they're, it's not an argument to make that they are not top talent. So moving on to another guy that I think the Titans should consider at 11, which is number 11. Jackson Smith Ningjingba. I always butcher that name, and I'm sorry if I did. I'm trying to get it down. But what I'm trying to say is go tackle or go wide receiver. Those are our two biggest needs because our biggest issue is not having anybody to throw to and not having time to throw the ball. So just fulfill one of those needs. And if you watch the Rose Bowl, if you watch any Ohio State football, you know Jackson Smith Ningjingba is a solidified dog, and so is Paris Johnson. And I would be very happy if we kept there or if 
I, I don't want to trade back. I, I would rather stay at 11. I think that's a good spot to stay at and not trade up. Don't give up any future draft capital because eventually we're going to have to make some picks in the future, obviously. But I, I'm not I am not willing, like I said, to give up future players for either Will Levis or Anthony Richardson. Now, I could be wrong. I could be turning around and saying I was wrong, and I'm fine with doing that. If either of those two players get drafted by the Titans, I am completely fine with that as long as it works out. But we already have a project guy with Malik Willis, and I know he was not necessarily impressive last year, but with that offense, I don't know who would have been impressive. They definitely, and okay, let's also also talk about who our offense coordinator was, what kind of plays he was calling for Malik, our offensive line. So let's let that play out. I think I think Malik deserves to let that play out. Any <laughs> If he throws over 100 yards in any game next year, that's an improvement. I know that's not what you guys want to hear. But I think they're banking on, if they draft either the two quarterbacks that I mentioned, they're banking on them being a project player, but a project player that will be more polished by season time or the next year because Tannehill's our guy next year. I don't see them going away from him. With all that being said, I know that the Paris Johnson and the Jackson Smith and Jigba draft picks are not any new, unique opinions by me. I know a lot of people want those guys to come to the Titans at 11, and I agree with them. And I, I'm not going to say it again, but I guess I am. Do not move up and pick up Levis or, or Richardson. I just don't, I don't see that working out for the Titans in the future, but... I guess we just got to trust Rand and Mike Vrabel to pick out what's best. They know what's best for the locker room and what that's going to do for the future of the Titans. That's going to wrap up today's episode. I appreciate you tuning in. You got some opinions and takes from me. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, if you want to leave a review on either Spotify or Apple Music, that would be well appreciated. And I'm so thankful that you listened today. I'm going to get out of here, go to class maybe. Don't worry, I'm going to go to class. But I'm peacing out. Hope you guys have a good rest of your day, and thank you for listening again. I am out of here. Woo! You made it to the end of the podcast. That's something to be proud of right there. Okay, you had to have liked something. So go ahead and give us a follow on social media. The Titans Take Podcast. We really appreciate you listening and tighten up. Yeah.